Hello, pet lovers. A warm tail wag welcome to all of our listeners, and thank you for tuning into our podcast, Did Fido Poop Today? My name is Jennifer Maroney, and I am the owner of Critter Sitters and More, and this podcast is all about the health and care of our pet family. As the temperatures in your area start to drop, it's important to consider how these seasonal changes are going to affect your pets, in particular your dogs during their walks. But of course, if you have other outdoor animals or your cat likes to head outside from time to time, we want to be careful that they don't become victims of improper shelter, lack of fresh water, antifreeze poisoning, frostbite, or even hypothermia. So today we're going to go over a few tips to help warm up your outdoor animal friends or your pets when you're taking them outdoor. So tip number one is going to be preparing and conditioning the skin and coat. One of the things that you may notice is that over time your pup's paws you know, the little pads have become dry. Uh, So a great tip for them on really cold days, particularly if there's water on the ground or snow and ice, is to go ahead and put a little paw protect on them. And this is a nice, thick, um, I don't want to call it a a gel, but it's it's like something that you would use um, on your own hands. You know, that really thick, creamy, goopy stuff that's going to protect it. So if you, you know, you know what it's like when you've had really ultra dry uh, skin that uh, lotion just doesn't help. Paw Protect is the same way. So you can wipe it on their paws. It's going to keep uh, the moisture from being directly on it. It's also going to keep the de-icing salts from sitting directly on their pet paws. Also, you are going to want to brush their coat regularly because this is going to help to distribute the natural oils to the skin, which again is going to do a nice layer of protection for them uh, from the elements such as really cold rain or the snow. So when that melts in, you, you don't want it hitting that skin directly and drying it out. If you haven't been using a salmon oil, now would be a great time to add it into the diet to start conditioning their skin from the inside out. My favorite brand of salmon oil is the Wild Alaskan Salmon Oil from Pawtree, which comes in a little pump because I can just squirt it on their food and it smells really good to them. Uh, It's really stinky to us, but really good to our cats and dogs and Uh, they tend to eat it right up. It's also great to add to their food if they're not eating as much as you would like. Our next tip is all about avoiding frostbite. Frostbite most frequently affects the ears, toes, and tail and scrotum areas of your pet. And these are the areas that are least covered by fur. So if your pet is not accustomed to being outdoors or isn't accustomed to the temperatures outside, uh, then then what you're going to want to do is limit their time. Signs of 
frostbite, it can include red or swollen areas, or if it's really bad, um, you know, skin that is very pale or has become white because that means the blood isn't flowing to it. If by chance you ended up on a really long walk and now you realize that your pup is suffering, the best way to best way to treat frostbite is to immerse the area in warm water for 15 to 20 minutes. You don't want to use hot water and you don't want to rub on it because there it's painful. Frostbite is very, very painful and rubbing on it is only going to make it more painful. So a nice warm bath, immerse the frostbite area into that for 15 to 20 minutes. And of course, you're, this is going to mean a vet visit. Tip number three is to winterize your pet shelters and the areas that they may be in the most. Now, I have alluded a couple of times to outdoor pets, and I know most of us listening would never consider leaving our dogs outside during the weather, winter weather. But I do know that many uh, of our pet caring community uh, care for cats that tend to be outdoors. So they're working uh, with cat colonies or you know other rescue situations where, um, or even larger animals that are going to live outside. So to winterize those areas, you want to add straw or insulation into where they are going to burrow. Um, uh, you don't really want to give them blankets or pillows or anything like that because if they become wet, they're going to freeze. So straw is really a better substrate to use that, uh, that will help them uh, have a place to warm up and the water to drain out. Uh, remember again, you want to watch for antifreeze leaks. Uh, cats in particular will lap it up like crazy and it is absolutely dangerous to them. Uh, for our pets who are indoors, if you like to run the fireplace uh, during the winter months or have generators or other heaters, you definitely want to install a carbon monoxide detector for the safety of your pets and of course your family. And you really want to keep the temperature overall within their environment level. You don't want to have extreme heat and extreme colds because that's hard for them to adjust to. So, you know, making sure your thermostat is working properly um, on the on the side of your house where you get that midday sun that will heat it up, uh, go ahead and close the blinds during that part of the day and just let the house maintain its temperature. Now we've touched on frostbite already, so let's take a look at hypothermia, which also happens outdoors in those extreme temperatures. Uh, for dog walking and potty breaks, try to get them out in the later part of the day, two or three o'clock where it's the warmest, or watch for wind uh, patterns because hypothermia occurs when a pet has been exposed to the very cold temperature and winds for an extended period of time. So you definitely wanna make sure 
that um, you know, if you're outdoors, uh, that you keep it to the bare minimum. Do plain uh, playtime uh, indoors when possible. Symptoms of hypothermia are going to include shivering, low body temperature, stumbling, drowsiness, and exhaustion. So when a pet is you know displaying those symptoms, and you believe that they are been uh, subject to hypothermia, uh, we got to raise the pet's body temperature. So you want to surround them with some warm water bottles and some blankets and uh, try to get them to drink warm liquids. Again, you don't want to raise their temperature too quickly. Rubbing on them isn't the best thing to do. Just kind of bundle them up. And I would say get them to your veterinarian. Now I have a couple of more tips as far as winterizing your pets. Uh, first of all, if they are spending a lot of time outdoors, little extra food, um, you know, particularly for those cat, cat colonies, if you're caring for one of them, uh, it's going to be helpful. It's going to, they're going to have an increased appetite and they're going to need that additional energy from the food uh, to keep warm. Um, dress them up. If your pet is like my pet, my dog hates putting a sweater on, but it's really for his own protection. So make sure you're using sweaters, raincoats, hat, paw protection, uh, like the cream I talked about, or uh, shoes or booties. Just it's going to keep them from touching, uh, you know, all that cold outside. Also, as soon as you get them inside, uh, dry their feet wipe them down to make sure they haven't picked up ice melt uh, because those ice melts are going to be dangerous for touching their skin as well as they accidentally uh, ingest them. Uh, you want to uh, keep their nails trimmed regularly for outdoors because it'll help them maintain their footing. Also, uh, that if they've got really long fur between the toes, you're going to want to keep that trimmed very short. So definitely regular grooming appointments are going to be important to keeping them safe and warm. I hope these tips are helpful for you. I would also love to hear some of your tips for how you winterize your pets. Thank you for listening in today. Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Want more great tips on pet care and other pet resources? Then head on over to our website, www.crittersittersandmore.com. And be sure to check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash crittersittersandmore.com. VA Peninsula.